Hi, I'm Deborah Hamilton. Welcome to my podcast, Why Do Pets Matter? Ten years ago, with my iPhone and a script, I recorded the first episode of the Ultimate Pet Resolution Summit, which chatted with experts about conflicts over animals. Our conversations were intimate, honest, and illustrated how disagreements over animals occur and how those disagreements can reshape people's lives and relationships. In November 2019, I started Why Do Pets Matter, a new podcast that continued these informative discussions. I'm so excited to have you here with me, continuing my exploration into a more meaningful conversation about why pets matter to all of us. My guests and I will share ideas, stories, and experiences straight from the heart, unscripted and holistic. From the bravest moments to the most brokenhearted, we will explore how to resolve disagreements over animals differently. One thing I know for sure is I want to have more meaningful conversations that will help all of us unlock that deeply felt human-animal bond that drives the emotions of conflict. Hi, it's Deborah Hamilton, and today we're going to hear Dawn Secord talk about her new book, No Ghoulish Green Monsters Here, and how she came to be an illustrator, an artist, an author, just so many amazing things that she's created, and the book that she's created that helps children learn how to read, enjoy reading, learn lessons while they're reading, and enables parents or grandparents to participate in the discussions of confidence and facing your fears and being brave and responsible and working as a team. So let's hear what Dawn has to say. Hi, it's Deborah Hamilton, and I'm here with Dawn Secord. She is an award-winning author and illustrator. Her book, No Ghoulish Green Monsters Here, has won eight awards, including the prestigious Indie Book Award for Illustration and Layout. I am so grateful to have her here talking on Why Do Pets Matter? Because she also is a very dear friend. The book she illustrates happened to tell the tales of a wonderful dog, Bling, who's an Irish setter, so you all know. Um, we have been photobombed sometimes by my Irish setter, but Dawn and I are in the same group, the Irish Setter Club of America, and it's with such great care and wonder that I asked her to be a guest on Why Do Pets Matter? Because she has these books that are coming and these pictures that you have to see. And maybe if we're lucky, Bling will make a presentation or a visit while we are talking here. Um, but without further ado, let's see what Dawn has to say to us. Dawn, I'm so glad you're here. Well, thanks for having me, Deborah. It's a thrill to be on your show. Well, I'm really, it's, you know, we've been friends for years and we have beautiful red dogs together. Uh, but you definitely have a reason why pets um, matter to you. So what we always do is we start with the first question and then we go from there. So Dawn Secord, why do pets matter to you? Well, you know, I started in a family of animal lovers and my parents had dogs, my grandparents had dogs, and my grandfather on my mother's side retired to the country and started a hobby farm and loved everything that breathed. So I just learned that animals were a part of the family and a family needed that unconditional love that 
sometimes we get so involved in what's going on in our lives that we can be grumpy with each other or or sad or you know we just need that extra little love that the pets give us that's unconditional and no matter what our mood is no matter what's happened that day we have a furry friend that's going to make us feel better you know that is so true because i mean for all of us our pets mean so much to us but to you you've actually made your career really surrounded by the animals that you love. You said your grandfather had sort of a farm which had numbers of animals on it, but you really created this whole place in life uh, where you are a well-respected, incredibly award-winning artist and illustrator, as well as now an author, artist, and illustrator. So, I mean, it's just amazing. Tell me a little bit about how you started. You, when did you get, you know, your first dog and was it a red dog? Uh, And if it wasn't, that's okay too. Um, But then how you matriculated into doing what you're doing now? Well, when I was, I guess I was nine, my father had a litter of schnauzers and my parents were divorced. So he gave me a puppy and I spent all my time training that puppy. And I'd always wanted an Irish setter. When I was 10, I went to a ceramics shop and I bought a little ceramic golden retriever and I painted it red because all I wanted was an Irish setter. And I still have that little ceramic, if you can believe it, you know, 40 some years. Those are really important to us, those little Irish setters, figurines. Right, the little trinkets. And when I was 21 and moved out of the house, I got my first Irish setter and I got it for $100 out of the Dallas Morning News ad. And back then you didn't have the internet and I'd been watching the paper for years, hoping I could find an Irish setter and I couldn't get over there and pick out my puppy fast enough. But at that time, it was a really interesting, just almost like a revelation where I had this dog, her name was Amber Lee. And there was something put on my heart that someday I was to write a book about Irish setters or the character in the book was an Irish setter. Didn't know when that someday would be. And I went into finance, even though I had a couple scholarships in art. And in the back of my mind, I knew I was supposed to do something special for children with an Irish setter. So I uh, had an opportunity to illustrate for an American Kennel Club judge in 2012. And it was a book about dogs, a chapter book for children. And I thought this is a wonderful opportunity for me to find out how the book world it works, you know, how it spins and what goes on. And uh, so I started working with her. Her name's Marsha Hall Brown. And I illustrated her book, No uh, Show Dogs Escape to the Seashore. And it was, uh, I, it just concreted this idea that I had that someday I would do something special with with books for kids and Irish setters would be the main character. And Bling was that dog. She was the perfect dog to be the character at the perfect time in my life. And I had a career since um, 1996 as a professional artist. And I was known mostly for my dog art. So I had the background with an author on how to do a book. I had the background in my art for doing the illustrations and I had the dog to be the character. So everything lined up. You know, that's such a heartwarming story because when you think of these things years earlier, like this is something I'd really like to do. And then all the ducks fall in a row 
and you find yourself at a place where, well, I could do this now. I've, I've got the experience having illustrated someone else's book. I have the experience seeing someone else write a book. So that really helped. And then of course I have the wonderful dog who's going to be the subject of the book, but tell me a little bit about why it was so important to you to write these books and what they actually are meant to do. Well, that is a great, great question. You know, when I was a child, everybody had books because we didn't have the internet. We didn't have, you know, smartphones. We didn't have televisions with all the channels that we have now. So our learning was through books. You know, we, our family, we were comfortable. We had a nice house. We had clothes. We had meals on the table, but we didn't vacation a lot. So our adventures were through books and our family time was reading books together. And I really wanted to do that for the children of today. I wanted to show them that, you know, they had a real paper page to flip. They didn't have to just look at something on a computer screen. And I wanted parents, grandparents, uncles, aunts, uh, babysitters, you know, whoever the, the adult, whoever the adult would be to have something where they could sit down and flip the pages and talk about the illustrations. And I have clues on the pages for the kids to find. And it's just a really fun time for the kids. Each book has a message. You know, this first book, No Ghoulish Green Monsters Here, is really the story of Bling. Bling was a very timid puppy for noises. And then she learned to have confidence and became this beautiful dog that I could do anything with. Uh, so, you know, in the book, there's a big noise and she has to face her fears. And through her journey in the book, she learns that she's a lot braver than she thought she was. She could accomplish things she didn't think she could. And she realized she was home alone, so she needed to solve a problem. So now she's she's has responsibility and problem solving opportunities. And she turns to the goldfish to help her because she's having difficulty accomplishing something alone. So it's a lesson in teamwork on doing things together. And the goldfish is actually for handicapped children. You know, it encapsulates the goldfish is in the bowl, so it's not mobile. And it's an important message for children that if you're limited, you might not have a yard, you might um, be wheelchair bound, you might have restrictions you know, financially, but no matter what your restrictions are, it doesn't stop you from obtaining your potential. Right, and, uh, you know, to solve the problems with, with bling. Right, so, and it teaches teamwork. And at the end of the book, they celebrate their successes and there's a little peak of a new adventure that's to happen. And, you know, I just think it's, it's a really fun opportunity to look at the illustrations on the book, too, and talk about, you know, facial features, that, you know, what's happening, and the pages are still, so it's not something you have to pause and discuss. We can go back and forth. There, in one of the illustrations at the very beginning, there's a, a big clue as to what's going on. So it's a, you know, I go back to that page, and I'll you know, tell the kids, okay, what clue did Bling miss here? And it opens up a whole new talking point about not overreacting. And the book has a free downloadable parents guide online for those who buy the book. So it turns the book from a storybook to a homeschooling opportunity or to an interactive book. And the 
the download has a map and it has history lessons and vocabulary. So it turns the book to a whole different opportunity for the adults to do with the children if they want to. Right. The kids can read on their own and get the basic story about responsibility and confidence and facing your fears and being brave and teamwork, plus teamwork with somebody who's different than you, which is even better. Right. And then if the parents want to, they can turn this into a a family discussion. It would be a great book for a family discussion. And because you put the clues in pictures that they can go back and find it, mm-hmm. it really reinforces, I loved it when you said something they missed and they right. can, their reaction was different because of something they didn't see and then their reaction is different when they do. It sort of goes into what I do for a living, which is, you know, if you could just take a breath and recognize there might be something different going on here than what you just see on the page when at exactly. first glance, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's fabulous for teaching children problem solving skills and patience. Imagine yes. in, in this world where um, the pictures on you know TikTok uh, go by at like six seconds, right? If you don't catch yes. it, you have to do it again and again. This is something that a family can sit down with. They can, well, the children can sit down and do it on their own, but also families can sit down and really have a good conversation with their kids about the lessons that are being learned by bling and by Mm -hmm. osmosis learned by the reader. Exactly. And having the main character be a dog, it doesn't have, uh, children won't be intimidated because it's a dog and she's big and fluffy and she's experiencing the same things they experience. So there's a level of camaraderie because it's not uh, an adult who they're afraid to tell how they're really feeling. So true. Uh, because, you know, they have the reading with your friend, which is a dog who comes in and is certified to be a reader, right? You right. read to, so to speak. However, right. now not only do you have a dog who is um, in a book that you can read about, but mm-hmm. we even have the ability to meet Bling. Correct. Absolutely. Is she there? Is she? Is she? Yes. Missy. Well, her name's Miss Bling. Missy, come here. Oh, she's. Come here. I'm going to take the phone over to her because she's, she's sitting. Sleeping. She's sitting there going, I am sleeping. Okay. Can you, there she is. Miss, Miss Bling. Hi, baby. She's is like, I'm the star. I'm the star. Is I there a squirrel outside? I think there's a squirrel. Say, I think uh, there's a squirrel. I know that you're lying. I know you are. I know I'm just the star of this segment of Why Do Pets Matter? You're such a good girl. Tell me a little bit about, well, first of all, tell me a little bit about receiving the um, Indie Awards for illustration and for layout, because that's huge. Oh, that was a huge award. And, you know, I, with my art, I learned it's really important to share the word of what you're doing just because the people don't know about you as an artist. They don't know about your book. So I set out after winning a lot of awards over for my art over the years of, you know, it's marketing, you know, obviously you know, people don't know to buy your widget if they don't know your widget exists. And I chose to self-publish my books because I wanted a little more control of the quality of the paper and the illustrations. And uh, so, so anyhow, 
the Indie Award is for independently, you know, created books, and it is a highly prestigious award. And to win two awards for my book, one being for the layout, which you know, obviously, you know, I I did, and the other for the illustrations, was overwhelmingly rewarding, you know, accomplishment. And the Indie Awards were held in Washington D.C. And all the library associations from all over the country were involved. And uh, I was out of town at a dog show and returning when that was happening. So I had a conflict and was unable to attend the function in Washington. But nonetheless, to, to receive two awards for one book, I just couldn't believe it. So, it, you know, thank you for asking it's it's a fabulous book and it's a hardcover and everyone the link for um getting the book is going to be in the show notes so you'll be able to go and get it but it just is a book that you know i've read i i love and it just i mean look at that face look at that face yeah, it's so sweet and the pages let me open one and and flip to a, a page that is is really very cute the book was geared for kids ages three to eight but i'm finding that kids of all ages are really enjoying it and so on this page you see bling is trying to figure out what to do about finding the monster and if you look at her friend sushi she's doing the same thing so yeah. throughout the book you know you'll see that sushi is mirroring what bling is doing and she's talking to Bling throughout the book. So here, here they are trying to work on things. And in this illustration, see under sushi in the, yep. the table, there's a little critter hiding. Now that that may be the monster. You know, get the book to see who the real monster turns out to be. And I've created a second book, and this is a coloring book, and it's an it's on Amazon. You can get the hardcover book from the book's website, which right. as you said, will be mentioned later. But in the coloring book, on one side of the double spread are coloring images. On the other side is text and a drawing space so that the children have their own area to draw. And the purpose in doing so is again, now it's the lesson book for an art lesson or art you know, for homeschooling. It gives the children an opportunity to be illustrators themselves and do their own drawings. And I designed the books so that the coloring book pages could be removed and there wouldn't be bleed through of an image on the reverse side so that yeah. pages could be given as a gift. But it, it, each page talks about what they're drawing or coloring and then they have their own space. So if they want to color their pet or their favorite scene outside or their favorite farm animal, there's a, you know, so anyhow, it's a, a really fun complement to the picture book, but it's a great book in and of itself. And I have to say that all that's going through my mind now is why do pets matter is so appropriate for what you do because pets matter in that they are the human animal bond. They love us unconditionally and mm -hmm. they are our teachers on so many mm -hmm. levels. Yes. And you've taken bling and enabled her to have these lessons that are really comprehensive, broken down in a manner where a five and eight year old and even older parents mm -hmm. 
um, mm -hmm. can really use them to mm -hmm. understand what it's like to be afraid, to not be brave, to have to work with people who are different, um, to work in a team. God, there are so many things going on in the book that you have created this, uh, I think it'll be a series because I think you're it, it, going it, to have Miss Bling get mm -hmm. into more mischief uh, yeah. in the next book. Yes. So so it, it just simply is, is, a learning process. And I love the fact, tell me more about, so the coloring book, which of course I think is brilliant because mm -hmm. the kids will read the book. Um, and then they have these, these pages to color. And then on the other side, it talks about what the picture they're, they're uh, coloring is. Mm -hmm. But as you said, they can also add their dog or cat yeah. or bird or horse to the story. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wanted it to be interactive. So, you know, I, I think again, you know, I really want to go back to the wholesome learning that you and I had as children where they had real papers, real things to do. And I, and I, I you know, I just think there's a, there's a, a real genuine quality about that, that we don't enjoy when everything's digital and not to take away from digital things, but, you know, kids, they want to draw. You know, I, I can't imagine when I was the age that this book is set for, I was drawing everything. I, you know, and my mother had me in little art lessons and, I, you know, there's just so much that, it, and it, it just think about troubled children. Drawing is a way of expression yep. and expression in drawing is a way of communicating. So all in all, this is a full circle of communication between adult and child and the animal can be the mediator. You know, bling is the tool that works with the children. And the reason I put so many different critters in this book than the, the characters, I'm the second manuscript is almost completed. And this first book is like we talked about facing fears, teamwork, you know, all the, the different elements. The second book is about helping those in need and developing friendship and the rewards of doing things for others that you didn't expect would be a reward. Uh, but, but this whole, this whole book, you know, circuit allows so much for the children's to the children to express themselves. And I just love the coloring book because the coloring book, the pages are a little more detailed so that older children can enjoy them. Adults can enjoy them. I've had adults buying the coloring book and the, the younger children, they just color outside the lines anyhow. Yeah. So it, it doesn't really matter. But you know, in the book itself, I have all these different critters that will be repeated in the different books because I found that, you know, Bling's adopted some classrooms and worked with some schools and libraries that not all children can have a pet. They can have a brother or sister that's really allergic to animals or things in the environment, or it could be a financial limitation. Uh, goldfish is a really inexpensive pet. So if children read the book and they go, gosh, I don't have bling, well, the parent can say, but we can get you a sushi. And sushi is the name of the goldfish. Right. So I try to have a different uh, variety of animals in there. So the kids, if they don't have a pet or do have a pet, that they can relate to the animals in the character because that might be their pet. 
They might right. not have an Irish setter. They may have a dog that their family's rescued or a beagle or, you know, but they still have a dog and they have the relationship with the dog that they can have with bling through the book. But um, so, so anyhow, I'm trying to find ways to include all children of all different economic, you know, environments so that everyone is included. And I think that's the most important piece because when we talk about why pets matter, um, we we know they've done research that the human-animal bond really has grounded people for millennial. Anyone who's ever had an animal uh, knows that having an animal makes them feel better. Uh, that bond with that pet is incredible. But mm -hmm. now they're branching out in, in having animals be part of uh, the reading curriculum. So the mm -hmm. children who aren't really strong readers uh, read to dogs who are completely absorbed by every word that comes out of their mouth. And if they say a word incorrectly, you know, there's there's no snickering or anything because the dog just says, hey, that I think I know what that word means anyway. So what right. you've done, you've created this book and hopefully a series of books that will make or, or help children understand um, why pets matter and what pets may be, we might be anthropomorphizing, but that's okay. What they might be thinking is they're solving the issues that may arise in the child's life too. Exactly. Absolutely. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that Miss Bling was able to lift her head off the princess pillow because she is such a star. We love her. Um, I know. And that you're here doing all of this wonderful illustration. I know that uh, you said at the beginning that illustration was was the first thing you started and and painting. Um, mm -hmm. You're still painting up a storm as well. I don't know how you have time to even do anything, uh, but you just won some awards for um, your, I think it was birds, right? Or what was it you just won an award for just as an aside, because you had some free time? Well, I, I won an award. I won a best in show for a dog painting and an international art competition recently. And then I won um, an award for a painting of a, of a calf at a Western art show. So I, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's all fun. You know, the art's wonderful and, and I just love painting. I'm in my, we're on the road right now traveling. And the nice thing with the art is I'm working on the manuscript at night for the second book. And during the day when I have better light, I'm working on some commissions that I've brought with me. And uh, so, and I've got two other books I'm illustrating for other people right now and some some really exciting commercial projects in the works. So, uh, you know, the children's book series is my, my greatest love. And Bling, Bling is going through a series of training now and it's, and she just achieved her trick dog title. And the purpose of this is, you know, whenever we go to libraries and schools and read the book, the kids always ask, they wanna know first of all, if all the pets in the story are real and they are, and then they want to know what tricks Bling knows. So I'm expanding her trick base so that she can bring more laughter and smiles to the kids with all her tricks. And that's not easy to do. I know that no. many of us teach our dogs um, what we might call stupid pet tricks or whatever. And and they're, they are really, they're fun to watch, but boy, do they yeah. take a little bit of time to get the mm -hmm. dogs to understand A, what you want and enjoy it. 
and, and really, you know, engage in it all, you know, whenever you want them to, which is always, uh, I know I had dogs who did incredible things uh, when we were training. And then when I wanted them to do it, to show off, they look at me as if I had seven heads because, well, Irish setters do that, right, Don? They, they right. definitely have a mind of their own. And, and I think that's what's so wonderful about the breed itself is and and is brought out somewhat in the book is that they have a mind for them a, a mind of their own and right. solving these problems they're going to do it on their own and not necessarily on dawn or my time they right. do it their own time <laughs> right right yeah. and the, the neat thing about her doing tricks at the schools and the libraries is it gives me an opportunity to talk to the children about how important it is for training and we're talking about bling, of course, but we're also indirectly talking about rules for them. And I was at a school and there were several, I, I actually did a presentation to two groups of children, kindergarten through third grade and then fourth through sixth. And my message to each group was quite different because you had a different uh, audience, right. right? Right, you know, older audience. And when the older group came in, I, I talked about how, how I trained Bling and I train her with a clicker and treats. And so we did a, an example of how she goes through her training and how she learns things. And then afterwards, everybody got to line up and meet Bling. And the line was really long. And this one little boy had said, you know, and I asked everybody, what do you want to do when you grow up? And this little boy came up and he said, I want to be a dog trainer. And he was very shy and very quiet and I took my clicker out of my satchel and I put it in his hand and I go well you can start today and you know, the look on this little guy's face I mean he was so excited and it was just a little clicker but yeah. you know I hope that Bling and I made a huge impression on him so that he can go into the world of of you know enjoying oh, pets and appreciating pets and and um, you know just walk away from that feeling somebody cared about his goal so much that they wanted to help him start that day sort of like your parents and your grandparents who had so many animals around you so that you yes. could benefit when you were a child to think wow i'd like to write a book about all the pets that i've had an adventure with and i'm sure that if your grandfather had the farm um, there are a lot of pets yet to be um, written into a story Oh, there are, there are, we have, I have a lot of stories and notes on which books I want to write and what messages I want to be in the books, but, you know, I can, you know, one at a time, but fortunately, you know, God willing, I have a lot of years to do more books. God it's, willing, because we yeah. love you. We, we well, think what you do is, is so beautiful because Aside from everything else, I started at the beginning to say that Dawn and I have Irish setters together and we belong to the same club, the Irish Setter Club of America. And Dawn has created logos for the national for the last umpteen nationals. And they're just so wonderful. Um, and she creates um, paintings uh, that people commission her to do that look like the dogs that they show her a picture of. And it just, I have to tell you that the, artistry is so incredible um, and we're so grateful to have her in Irish setters and other dogs get the benefit of Dawn too but I think maybe the red dogs have just a little bit of an edge 
but we are so grateful that she's an Irish setters and we have talked about so much. I can't wait to have you back when the second book is published because I want to hear all about the next. Do you have a title yet or you want to keep it a secret? Well, it's it's called Bling right now and I could change it. It's called Bling's Big Rescue. Ooh. Or, or I might call it Bling's Incredible Rescue. I'm still toying with it, but well, when either The Big Rescue or The Incredible Rescue comes out, we need to have you come back because I know that this is going to be an incredible podcast for people to listen to because of the things you spoke about, how writing a book was something you wanted to do for such a long time, and then creating a book with an animal that lives in your life, and then can also be seen by children as a real life 3D uh, animal, as opposed to always sitting in front of the computer or, you know, reading uh, their fictional books, but right. from, from outer space or for animation, this mm -hmm. is real. This is not only animation in a book, but also a real dog coming to visit you and show you her pet tricks that she knows so that everyone understands that this dog's a real dog who had to overcome these mm -hmm years and get confidence and work with people and have a team. Uh, I, I just think the concept is so wonderful. So where can people find you and find Bling? Because you have a calendar of events, you know, mm -hmm. where you right. have personal appearances, as well as being able to find the book. Right. I have a, a website for Bling and it's a dog Bling, three words all together, a dog Bling.com. And on her website, there's a store page where you can purchase a book. There's an events page that lists where we're going to be. And then there's a fan club page. So if kids want to join her fan club and get an autographed photo from her, we will email that to them. You know, and she also has a blog and a Facebook page. And her okay. Facebook page is a dog bling. And we put up word searches, find bling, announcements about her book where she's going, what she's doing. So we have a lot of different social media activity. Don, I am so grateful you're here. And I'm so grateful you have gotten to that place where you wanted to be so long ago, writing a book of illustrations about um, animals, including beautiful red dogs. And until next time, everyone, thank you so much for being here and kiss your pets for me. It's Deborah Hamilton. Take care. The Why Do Pets Matter podcast drops every Thursday and can be found on whichever platform you find your podcast. Subscribe now, invite your friends, and I cannot wait to have you join me in these conversations.